What's going on, guys? In today's Trophy Kids, we got an awesome show for you. We're talking about coronavirus finally infiltrating the NFL. We're talking about MLB's lack of ability to get a season going. And we're talking about one of the worst top tens we have ever seen. So let's go. And welcome to Trophy Kids, presented by Bad News Media. It is June 18th. As always, I'm your host, Nate. My co-host, Mike, is on the other line. How are we doing today, sir? I'm doing well. How are you, Nate? Doing good. It's been, we're to that point now, and for those who are listening to this instead of watching it over our YouTube channel, I'm at the point where I desperately need a haircut. This whole COVID postponing the barber can't last long. Dude, my hair goes below my lip at this point. Yeah, it is. It eats your hair. Dude, it is out of control. This is the longest it's ever been. Oh, <laughs> I don't Yeah. I'm sure it has. I About a week ago, I actually got a haircut and I loved my hair, how it was raging, just raging hard. I was like, looks like I'm just shredding some gnar. I really <laughs> liked it. Um, but then once I got the haircut, they flipped me around and showed me the mirror. I was like, oh, yeah, I really need that. Yeah, I'm back, right? Oh, yeah, I, I need like, it. Whoa. Dude, that's how I've been. There was a point where it was growing out, and I was like, oh, I could actually, like, deal with this for, like, I'm all right. I'm doing fine. But, dude, I realized when I got out of the shower the other day, I was like, I can't see anything with my hair down right now. This is, this is ridiculous. This is so long it's in my mouth. <laughs> You just got to go and get a cut. If you're, if you're able, you just got to go and just – you got to do it. Yep. I'm going to go, especially just in case, like, because things are starting to spike again. Right. In case something – like, they shut down barbers again for whatever reason, I have to go get it. I got a wedding coming up I got to go to on June 11th, and this thing, this main has got 11th. to get – You may have missed it if it's oh, on June 11th. July 11th. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry I didn't show up. I'll mail a really nice wedding gift. <laughs> Uh yeah, July 11th. But it's a good segue because COVID is not gone. I know we, we kind of made that joke last week. Uh, like the world is just trying to treating it like it's gone, but it is not gone. And it has infected two Texas teams. Zeke being the most famous player that we know of, which he was a little pissed about that it got released to the media. Um, he claimed HIPAA. It's like HIPAA only applies to doctors and medical professions. Um, but kind of scary and also kind of puts a little bit of a damper of like, maybe we shouldn't get too far ahead of our skis. I know we were saying like football season is going to truck on and all this, but like this thing is still raging with no, no end in sight. It really is raging. And the quotes that I heard about it is he's feeling better now, which kind of implies that maybe he wasn't feeling great, um, which is a little worrisome, especially for someone like Zeke, who is an absolute animal, a physical freak. He's in better shape than 99.9% of the world. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not going anywhere. I know we, like you said, we kind of made the joke that it's gone because there's just bigger things happening and maybe that's true. Maybe that's not true. Um, but just seeing that it's kind of starting to run rampant in the NFL and knowing that say one player gets it, then he's got to do the 14 day quarantine, which means he's missing at least two games. It's almost like thinking, well, if this runs rampant through a team, I mean, uh, they could be missing 35% of their team. It's, it's kind of making me a little worried about the, the season happening. I know we have, you know, two, three months or whatever it is, but I'm getting a little concerned now, I think. I, I agree. I mean, that, that was always the dilemma because it's so it's, – it spreads with people who don't show any symptoms that are asymptomatic, and the fact that it is an airborne through water droplets. These players are always around each other. They're – for days on end, especially when you go think about training camp, they're living on top of each other, essentially. 
like yeah. in college, I don't know how you do it because if 45% of the team gets it or potentially has it, like you can't just cancel like Ohio state versus USC. Like you can't fly another team in or pull some dude off waivers. <laughs> like like that's, that's not going to happen in college and in, in football and the NFL, it's even worse. Cause it's like, I know Bruce Arians was talking. I know he, one of the things he had suggested is he might be like putting one of his backups, basically bubble boy style, like the week before a game, just in case Tom or one of the players gets it and they can't play. Like it's going to be weird unless you wrap them in a bubble, which is essentially what some of those teams are trying to do by bringing people down to uh, the Disney Orlando complex and basically just putting them in a bubble. But even then I don't know. Cause if you have eight, I mean, obviously you're a testing before they get in there, but it's, it's tough. <laughs> well, from what I've been seeing, I mean, I think they're going to be testing players. I don't know if this is football, but this is at least one league. They're going to be testing players three times a week. Basketball, um, I and yeah, okay. And I mean, they're, they're not going to be allowed to lie about it, you know, just because they feel fine. So they're going to have to do that. For, I mean, the 14-day the thing, I mean, that's going to F up some leagues. What if LeBron – what if they're in the finals and LeBron gets COVID? Yeah. <laughs> the finals are ruined. <laughs> or even say, like, the guy – well, I guess they wouldn't be bunking together, but if – a couple of players have it on the team. If you're the opposing team, how comfortable are you going to be playing a team where you're like, well, unless you test the entire, you're going to just have to test the team. As soon as somebody tests positive, you're going to have to, I guess what you're already doing. I'm doing the math in my head in real time right now. You're already testing them. So you'll be able to say, Oh, they don't have it. But still in the back of your mind, there's got to be that part where it's like, well, maybe they, it was a false negative or something. And like, they do have it like <laughs> or false positive. It's not going away quite like we were expecting. Um, the the warm weather's doing nothing. Look at Florida; it's doing nothing. Yeah, uh, Texas is surging. <laughs> Texas, right? I mean, pretty much every southern warm state. Um, and I know, you know, there's the argument. Well, they're testing more now. Okay, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's like, yeah, well, that's good, I guess, but it's still not going anywhere. <laughs> no, and the other thing too is like we especially with athletes and you, you kind of hit it. I'm, I'm circling back with when you were like Zeke now says he's feeling better, which means he wasn't feeling good at some point, which the whole, the kind of maybe big lie we've been being told. And there's been a couple um, is that if you're young, you're sort of like supermaning this, like, unless you have an underlying condition, you're kind of impervious to this. Like, yeah, it, it might feel like a bad cold or something, but like, you're going to be okay. And that may not end up being the case. And the other thing we were sort of talking pre-show about this, I've heard multiple people kind of say it where it's like, well, these guys are in the best shape of their lives. They'll be able to beat it no matter what. How many times throughout sports have we had guys who nobody knew had an underlying condition and then died? For example, the old lineman or, or D lineman, I apologize, I don't remember his name, at Maryland a couple of years ago who died in a conditioning drill. Like that happens. The, the famous basketball player at Loyola, I'm blanking on all these people's names, but like they had heart issues that we didn't know, that people didn't know about ahead of time. And then they ended up dying through the exertion of the game. Well, last time I checked, or what I've heard, and I'm not a medical professional, this affects, like, it thickens your blood and has big issues on cardiovascular. Like, if you're, that could be a huge problem for players. So I think if we're going to push forward, there's an acceptance of, like, there are players that could very easily die from this. And it's going to be, it's going to be a lot harder than I think we're right now comprehending and getting this done <laughs> yeah i agree completely i mean i just think um two drafts ago when the redskins drafted montez sweat was like the last pick in the first round he dropped to them because in all the pre-medical stuff he had some sort of heart condition that no one knew about i mean he's uh, i mean 
as far as I know, he's going to play regardless, but he's got to be somewhat worried and somewhat aware. And I mean, he's an absolute freak of nature. I mean, he looks like, he looks like he's fucking Julius Peppers. I mean, he just, but he doesn't want to get it. Yeah. I mean, there's just, yeah, there's just tons. And like you said, I mean, there's tons of players that just drop dead on the field. I mean, that's so, like a real possibility. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being honest about it. Um, and the other problem too is, and it's, it's we, we said this earlier when this happened, outside of the sports where you're a single athlete, golf, tennis, UFC has been doing a good job with this. They have a team around them, but they're singular athletes. It's going to be really, really hard to do organized team sports. They are going to try their best, just like, you know, work offices, most I would hope, are going to do their best to try to create a safe atmosphere. But it's, and I want sports just as much as the other person does, but it is, like, I think we, we've kind of just assumed, like, oh, this is easy. We're going to get it, unless you're baseball, which we'll get to in a minute. Like, we're going to push forward. We're going to have it. But I do think the hurdles are actually going to be a lot larger, unless you bubble boy city them, than we are thinking right now. And it doesn't help that players, there are segments of the population that don't take this seriously in the least bit. I'm not saying be crippled by fear, but, like, Zeke and Dak were having parties when this thing was exploding, not practicing social distancing. Turns out he gets it. Like, there are segments of this population that don't take it seriously. They don't wear masks. They think you're, you know, somehow weak because you wear a mask. It's like, no, just common decency. Like, I'm not fearing for myself. I'm more afraid of who I may give it to if I have it and I don't know it. Like, it's things like that. That it's, there's segments of the population that aren't taking this seriously in the least bit that are going to ruin it, too, for everybody else because it's already hard to control if everybody were taking it seriously. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And like we've said before, I mean, it's it's not necessarily just about the players. There are older coaches, um, yeah. out of shape coaches. I mean, you look at Andy Reid, love him, but he's a big man. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll's pretty old. Bill really? Belichick's pretty old. Yeah. Um, like some Pete of the, Carroll's the guy that I always forget how old he is because he looks fantastic oh, for his age. But I'm always, he's like yeah. he's like his almost his eighties, I think, isn't he? At some point? he's way, he's always way older. Three-ish. Maybe that's it. 73 I, or 74. And then, I used I mean, to way under The officials are old. <laughs> yeah, other good point right there. We've talked about that. <laughs> they're old. They're too old, but they're old. Yeah. Pete Carroll is a guy who I always undershot the number, and now I have a habit of overshooting the number. He's 68. I way overshot at 80. Whoa. Get the fuck out of here. What was I thinking? <laughs> I actually it was like 72, 73. <laughs> I got in the habit of so undershooting it because he doesn't look his age, but that's still old. Like he's got a, he's got a, um, what's the, this is going to sound so bad. <laughs> what's the old person card you get? Um, AARP card. Like he's probably, he's got one of those. He qualifies yeah, for social security right now. <laughs> sure does. Like this, these aren't spry chickens we're dealing with. And, and you hit it on the head too. Like I got to imagine that there are a lot of coaches out there that have underlining conditions that we just don't know about that. It's not going to be great if they get this, like they're going to have potentially if they don't die from this complications. Cause that's been yep. the biggest thing I've been reading. It's like, it's not so much your, the death rates high. It's like the complications you get are pretty bad. I'm just thinking of things right now. I mean, what if your offensive play caller gets it? He's out for two games. Who's calling the plays? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good it's point. Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be so uh, – yeah, it's – dude, it's uh, – I'm telling you right now, too, I'm not making a bet until right before kickoff if this league's happening. Because I, I don't need at the last minute being like – because they kept it close to the vest <laughs> that <laughs> – Andy Reid's out of the game 
or, or head coach or like Tom Brady got it and isn't playing. <laughs> like it's a, like, I don't need that last minute after I put a wager in. Yeah. Now speaking of a league that's not getting it done, talk about a league that's really kind of shitting all over themselves. The MLB, like every league is trying to push through with this. They are the one league that, and is this, I guess I should phrase this. Is it honestly surprising that the MLB isn't currently playing right now and doesn't really have an idea of how to get back to baseball? Like, is this even surprising the least? But why are we all acting so surprised? This is a group of owners that are the dumbest in all of sports. And a, a commissioner that's the worst in all of sports. Mm-hmm. It's always drama. And it's always, like, egos in the MLB. It's very weird, especially with the owners. It's very strange. Um, I know it's everyone's, like, natural reaction to say, oh, the players are being greedy. Well, you know how much the owners make? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> And from what I understand, and this is kind of like my spoke Sparknotes version of what's going on and what I understand of it, the players have agreed to take less than what they're contractually owed if they play X amount of games. They're trying to help out, but the league is being super greedy and wanting to pay them, basically play less games so they pay them way less. And they're there. And in my mind, it's like, okay. This is the greed of the MLB, but this is also why there's so much structural issues with the MLB. In my head, it's like, okay, if you, because from what I understand, if the owners think if they play more than, I think it's like 50 games, they're going to lose money essentially. It's like, okay, even if you lose money, nothing is going on right now. The market share you could potentially be growing with no sports going on. The advertising dollars you might be able to get because of higher viewership across the world is worth the loss because I don't know if you had noticed, but baseball, you're not exactly growing your audience. Like you are not a sport that can afford to not be playing. Like the people that are like, Oh, I'm never going to watch baseball again. Shut up. Yeah, you are like people who watch baseball before are going to watch baseball. It's the casual fans like you and me who are probably, we're not going to tune in if they're playing and all of the other major sports are going like, that's just not going to happen. Exactly. You nailed it. Not a chance. If you, if there is, they're missing their opportunity right now because there's no real sports, you know, constant sports going on. I know golf's back. You can see it back, but there's no everyday sport going on. I mean, actually Prem league, sorry, back today. Woohoo. That's great. Um, yeah, it's a good point. it is awesome. I'm not being sarcastic there at all. Um, yeah. but, um, they've really had a chance to kind of like bring me in a lot. Um, but if you're telling me that when baseball comes back, there's going to be NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, and the NFL is going to be, you know, warming up to start play, I'm never going to watch a baseball game no. this entire season. Um, and I would have, you know, everything that just happened with the Nats, I would have paid a little bit more attention. But if they take this whole year off, I mean, I'm out again. I'm, I'm, I'm way out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not coming back in 2021. I don't even like the sport. No. <laughs> and the other thing, too, you, you nailed it, too, right there. It's a global sport. The EPL is going now. Like you could have had all those soccer fans who are just looking for any sport and introducing yourself to a crowd who normally doesn't watch baseball and potentially gaining more fans and growing the business. Like, yeah, you might take a loss here, but you're growing the business. You're introducing people to teams that they may not be familiar with. Hell, I don't know if you noticed, but there's not a lot of extra things going on. So you can run tons of pieces promoting your players. Cause if take a page out of the NBA book, the more you promote individual players, the more people tend to latch on to teams or into games because they want to watch whoever's pitching that night because that's their favorite player and the, his personality brings or whatever it is. Like this group, 
But this is also the group that like will sue you if you post things that aren't from the official MLB account on social media. So like these people are not smart in growing their businesses, which is astounding given they're like actual business people who own these teams. You'd think they'd be better at this. I mean, honestly, like you said, they could be promoting players. I mean, like 50 to 60% of the reason why I was watching the Nats last year was simply because of Juan Soto. Yeah. Like, it was awesome. You latch <laughs> I mean, on to individual players. That's how sports yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how it, it really works outside of football, maybe. Like, football, college football, you're not, you're, you're more of, I guess, a fan of the team. But, like, even then, you're still latching on to individual players. Like, I'll watch, I'll go out of my way to watch games of teams I don't care about because I oh, like yeah. X, Y, and Z player. <laughs> like, that's how that works. I don't know. They, they seem terrible at running a business, but you also hit it. I think I might become an EPL guy because once again, I don't really watch it. I haven't followed it. I don't know who I'm going to be a fan of, but because no sports are on, you're damn sure I'm going to be turning on the TV when they're playing because they just came back and I'll be getting into soccer now. <laughs> yeah, dude, get involved and become a Liverpool fan. Just, just do it. Just do it. I, I used to be a, a Chelsea fan because of Drugba and FIFA, but I don't know what idea what's going on. Isn't Liverpool essentially the greatest team ever to walk the earth right now? I don't know if I'd call them the greatest team ever to walk the earth, but yeah, they're very good. Okay, that's what I thought. I, I, I got something there. I, I know, very good I know, squad. I know enough to know they were very far ahead in the points, however the point system works, which I don't understand. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. At one point, they were super far ahead. Um, yeah, and Man City, and then, yeah, pretty much everyone else. Also, kind of hammering on um, the – We'll talk more soccer as I watch more maybe there. Um, but hammering on baseball, just having a bad week. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard nothing but bad things about the uh, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, 30 for 30. Oh, yeah. I've heard Same. it's the worst thing ever to run, which is just like baseball just continues to just get beat up this week on absolute nonsense. But I don't know how you make a bad one. That was a super interesting time. I don't know how you screw that up. But apparently they didn't offer anything new and it just wasn't well done. I heard the same thing. Yeah, which is crazy. And also, sort of speaking about cheaters, let's flip sports back to football. This was this got me going. This gets me going every once in a while when I remember what happened to Reggie Bush. So Reggie Bush's um, ten years ago, the Reggie Bush scandal happened. Part of that result was USC could not be associated with Reggie Bush. That is up as of this past week. Social media was flooded with USC basically congratulating Reggie Bush back. I am still in the same boat that I was back then. It is absolutely absurd to me. If I was Reggie Bush, I would not have given my Heisman back. Would you have given your Heisman back? I would have been like, no, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely not. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, it's so – the amount of – like – there's there are points where it's like dude you got to step out of the tree line and just be like this is absurd like what are we doing the guy like i get they got in it's more the school's fault he got a benefit and so the team was better because they were giving benefits to different players his only benefit was his parents got housing god forbid a kid who's making a university millions on millions of dollars growing the sport Jersey's flying off the rack. I think he was on the cover of an NCAA game. Um, yeah, he definitely was on the cover of an NCAA game. Oh, like, yeah. God forbid they gets, he gets some housing. It didn't make him like that. He wasn't like he was taking performance-enhancing drugs, which then you have a point. He was still the arguably the greatest 
college player ever to live. But at that, so point, good. <laughs> yeah, at that point, there was no question about it. He was the greatest college football player to ever live. Like, the man was insane. It had no effect oh, yeah. on his ability to perform on the field. It's so stupid to this day. Yeah, not at all. It was unbelievable, especially just, like, an electrifying player like him who, like, honestly brought a lot of people on to college football. I mean, Reggie Bush was ridiculous. All USC would do is because, you know, college has the wide hash marks. They'd go to the left hash. They'd pitch Reggie right. Reggie would run for, like, 15 yards. They'd be now on the right hash. They'd pitch Reggie left. He'd break one for, like, 55 yards. It was ridiculous how good he was in it college was, football. And even more impressive about it, it wasn't as if it was, like, and some of the times because they had an offensive offense. They had an awesome offensive line. There were giant holes. But there were so many times in those highlight videos where he's zigzagging back and forth, running 10 yards back, and then getting 50 yards upfield. Like, the Fresno State one is one of the – still the craziest highlights ever. It's insane. He's dodging literally everybody. But, yeah, God – like, he can't have the Heisman because his parents got housing when he was at USC. Like, get the fuck out of here. I would have not – I would have not given my Heisman back. And, and the Heisman Association should give it back to him. It's absurd. To get it back, um, yeah, uh, just nothing else to it. He should get it back. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, I'll think it'll come back to me that that happened, and I just lose my mind quietly in the corner somewhere. <laughs> it happens every time. I forget about it, and then I quietly lose my mind. I was losing my mind when that was happening in my apartment it was, for no reason. It was, it was like also like six years after he was there. Like, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? He's, he's a millionaire now. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Oh, so ridiculous. Um, all right, last thing to wrap this up because I we have have to talk about this. I sent this to you. CBS, this this is a reoccurring segment at this point. Stupid top tens or rankings. CBS posted this. I saw it on Instagram. It's by Shane uh, Wagner McGuff. I think is his last name. I don't know. He lists his top ten QBs for twenty twenty. Here's the order: one to ten. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Matthew Stafford, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. That is his top 10. I don't know if I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. Huh? It's a good response. It's much better than what I was about to say. I don't even know where to start with this. I'm going to just start with the comment that CBS left. No Rodgers, question mark. Yeah, that jumped off the page. No, no Aaron Rodgers on that list. That was just for starters. There's a lot more here. Would you like to take the first swing at, at this top ten? Say the three to four names that baffle me a little bit. Um, Dak Prescott. Yep. Um, Matt Stafford. Yep. Um, Carson Wentz. Yep. And um, probably Ben Roethlisberger at this point. <laughs> 110%. <laughs> I mean, what? I, also, I, I don't know. If, I don't even – I love him, but Drew Brees, number four? Yep. <laughs> Checking off all the boxes about what I was talking about. It starts out great. No problem with the start with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Cool. Fine. Three. Yeah. Russell Wilson, three. I'm cool with that. I mean, I don't think if, – if I was constructing my top ten, which I might give out here, I don't think I'm, I'm constructing – I don't know if I'm putting Russell Wilson three there. But if you told me three, I'm not going to be like, all right, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. The Ben Roethlisberger at ten. That threw me for a 
big, just jumped off the page when I, when I saw that. Drew Brees, four also. I mean, Drew Brees, extremely good quarterback his, historically, but his arm is starting to go. Are we just not going to acknowledge that here? And this is for 2020. So this is going into this season. You think he's the fourth best quarterback right now? Like, no. Dak Prescott arguably has one of the most talented teams in the league. Couldn't make the playoffs. No chance he's number five. Good, good quarterback. Not a number five quarterback. The Matthew Stafford also threw me off. Matthew Stafford sneakily has some very good stats. But once again, Aaron Rodgers doesn't even make this list. So to have Matthew Stafford at seven, what are we doing? I don't, I don't, I don't know what even the – I don't even know where to begin with the thought process on he this. Wins. Huh? He has zero playoff wins. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> Zippy. None. Uh, I mean, if you were to say who is the best quarterback in the NFC North, it's a no-brainer. It's Aaron Rodgers. Correct. <laughs> Duh. But the, according to this, it's not it's Matthew Stafford. Okay. Okay. According to this, Aaron Rodgers doesn't even crack the top 10. Never mind the best in his division. <laughs> I mean, that is absurd. Uh, Kirk Cousins might be better than Matt Stafford. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about Matt that. Matt Stafford's either. had a couple, like, 40 touchdown seasons on, like, kind of pooey Lions teams. So, I don't know about that. That may have been a little extreme, but still. <laughs> Matthew Stafford is the classic. If you look at his stats, you're like, like, if you didn't watch football during this era, or this period of time, and you looked purely at the stats, you'd be like, wow, that Matthew Stafford guy is pretty fucking good. Not the case in reality. Like, you're, you're hitting right there. He hasn't won a playoff game. It doesn't – there's more to it. We'll just say that because – Statistically speaking, if we went just off passing yards, James Winston's one of the greatest quarterbacks the NFL's ever seen, which he gladly pointed out, negating his interception rates, his inability to win football games, things like that. But yeah, it's not all about that. So that was shocking to say the least. Yes. Yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't get over it. I just like and I don't like like I'm not a like big like love Aaron Rodgers guy, but like to not even have him baffling also i i know he's this guy struggled kind of recently but i mean even matt ryan i mean matt stafford might not even be the best quarterback named matt (laughs) (laughs) it's not Um, I, i also don't i mean like tom tom gets in just because of his history but going into the 2020 season i'm not even and i'm have every reason to want Tom Brady to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'm not 100% confident I'd put him nine, like going into the season. There's in front of him, for sure. Yeah, correct. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I Rodgers at number three. I would, Deshaun Watson's Dak over Deshaun. He's you're really telling me, good. you're telling yeah, me right, right now, you're drafting a team today and you have a quarterback. You're not picking, you're picking Dak before Deshaun Watson. <laughs> That's what? comical. That's really comical. Like, think about that. <laughs> You're a GM today. We got to draft quarterbacks. You're going to pick Dak Prescott over Deshaun Watson. I'm not confident enough to say this quite yet, but give me four more games of Kyler Murray, and he might be better than Dak Prescott. <laughs> yes. I agree, actually. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm, I'm, if, if I'm talking about, like, Going to 2020, who I think might have a who might be better, I think I'm willing to take the bet 
actually, I'm not going to go that far yet. But yeah, Kyle, like that, the fact that that's even potentially it shouldn't be a top five quarterback. You're saying top five in the league right now? We start a draft today. <laughs> He's a top five? Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. That's absolutely crazy. This is one of the craziest top tens I've ever seen. So <laughs> I probably, I don't know. I was trying to think how I'd rearrange it. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably have. They nailed the top two. They nailed yeah. the top two. Um, I'd probably put Rodgers in top five. Yeah, I think Rodgers is in my top five as well. Yeah, yeah, he is. I think Ben. He's probably, he's probably my probably my four or five is where I'd put Rodgers. Yeah, Ben moves out. Yeah, ben Stafford moves out. Stafford's Matt, out. Yeah, I think I move Matt Ryan into top. Dak is out. Yeah, he's not in the top <laughs> ten, man. Are you kidding me? Come on. That's you know insane. what's you know what's also crazy? This is not to endorse him as a top ten quarterback, but what I realized today, Cam Newton's still available. He's still a free agent. He's just hanging out. Insane. <laughs> like, am I missing something here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got this top ten. We got Cam Newton just hanging out. Like, I just see him posting all the time on social media because he's got nothing else to do besides train right now and hope a team calls him. Which, how is a team not? signed him yet i mean the Pittsburgh Steelers are a, a, a ben roethlisberger injury that's going to happen away from duck hodges i mean come on yeah you're, <laughs> you're telling me even a, a banged up cam newton you'd rather have duck hodges roll out than cam newton no <laughs> what what is going on oh boy, I mean the world is crazy ah, dude it's melting it's melting in front of our eyes <laughs> right Oh, that was sort of my final thought was the Cam Newton thing. You got anything else before we wrap this up? No, I'm mind-boggled. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> is, it's a mind-boggling to try to wrap your head around that. At some point, we should try to put it – I have to think a little bit harder. I just came across it before the show, uh, and I hadn't put a real lot of thought, but, oh, man, blew my mind. Couldn't I sent it to you almost immediately, like, we have to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, that's a swing and a miss. <laughs> Uh, yeah big swing and a miss all right we will be back next week um as always peace